Changing perspectives. Good day, everyone. This is Boss Cindy Jacobs, and welcome to another edition of Changing Perspectives. Today, I want to talk to you about the importance of evaluation, or rather, the power of being evaluated. You know, in life, we are meant to move forward. We are meant to go into places and spaces that make us so much better. And obviously, with all of these things comes evaluation. With all of these things comes the ability to become better. But sometimes, when we are not exposed to being evaluated, and we are not exposed to becoming better. We don't realize the gift that evaluation brings. We don't realize the gift that comes with becoming better. And here's the thing: we cannot become better without being evaluated, because I may not know that I'm weak in a certain area. I may not know that I'm not doing well in a certain area. If I'm, if it's up to me. To evaluate myself, I'm always going to give myself five stars. I'm always going to look at myself and be so impressed and say, "Wow, you did so well." That is the nature of us as human beings. We are very gracious towards ourselves when it comes to evaluation, but when it comes to others, we are not as gracious. We can see the flaws and we can see. The blind spots in others, but we are not very quick to see it within ourselves. And here's the thing: when we evaluate ourselves, or when we accept evaluation, we do move at a faster speed. So there's this quote that says, "When the student is ready, the master will appear, or the teacher will appear." And this is something. That is very important to note. That when you don't want evaluation in your life, you will push everybody away, and nobody will come forward to evaluate you. When you don't stand in a place of looking to become better, and every time someone says something to you, you move away from them, it actually takes from you. Now, I'm not here to say to you that being evaluated or being Being、uh, receiving constructive criticism is something that is easy. Even I don't like it. I'm not here to say to you that it's not going to hurt your feelings. You may not like it, and it may hurt your feelings, but you can move to a place where you get yourself to live with it. Live with it because you understand its benefits. You see, ladies and gentlemen. When we are surrounded by people who only flatter us, we become weak. When we are surrounded by people who only want to talk us up, we we set ourselves up for failure, because eventually they will tell you that something is right when it's not right, and you will fall into a ditch. And they will still tell you you're on the right track. 
And unfortunately, society has become so weak that that has become the premises on which we stand or we wish to stand on. We, we find people who help us or correct us and we don't like it. We can look at our parents and we can look at the things that they help us with. How many times, just think back to your childhood when you were a teenager, how many times did you get upset with your parents when they tried to show you the right way? All they do or all they come across as is people who nag. And nobody wants to be around people who nag. We only want people to blow up our to blow up our steam and to make us feel better and to blow up our ego. Those are the kind of things we want. But those are the things that will never ever make us grow. Because evaluation, feedback, is what creates a strong character and a strong person. So it's important that we understand these things. It's important that we stand on these things. You see, ladies and gentlemen, I discovered a while ago that, that I needed to surround myself with feedback. And the thing about that is that I went into an environment, now I'm in a church environment and being a pastor, leading a church, of course, and all of those things. And it's very easy to be misled in an environment like that, where people always just seem to say yes or that they're approving of everything you say. And what does that do for you as an individual? You need to check yourself all the time. Because if... if if you don't know that you are doing something wrong and you're not checking and rechecking yourself, you may be walking blissfully in the darkness thinking that every day is summer, but it is actually not summer because you made yourself believe it is summer. And nobody will tell you that. You see, within, in, in, in the church environment, we are so scared of offending each other that truth has not become the thing that we stand on. Nobody can be honest. I'm not saying being nasty. It's not about being nasty. It's not about breaking each other down because I think that sometimes we have this mentality where we say, I'm going to tell them, I'm going to tell them, I'm going to tell them. But it's not about that. It's about helping someone. And if your motive is not to help, then you should actually keep quiet. So, so what I realized a couple of years ago I realized I felt something on the inside of me. I, I was a preacher for quite a few years. And every time I would preach, look, you're always going to be nervous when you preach. It's, I think it's, it's human. It should be there because the accountability that you have towards God is so great. And I always felt this. I would feel nervous. But there was one thing that I lacked. I don't think that I enjoyed preaching. I don't think that I enjoyed speaking to people. And I went to an organization called Toastmasters. Toastmasters is a learning, uh, leadership and development organization where you, you focus on public speaking and you focus on your leadership abilities. And when I got to the organization, I realized something changed about me. I started doing my first speech, I did my second speech, well, there's levels that you go into Toastmasters, which you actually grow into. 
And I realized something changed about me. Suddenly, I loved speaking. Suddenly, it was not just the notion of speaking to people and telling them something from God, but I actually started believing. You see, they started giving me, they started to equip me and give me skills on what I needed to do. And when I started doing that, I started becoming better. One of the main reasons I also became better was because I received feedback. People will say to me, you did well in that area, but please improve in this area, improve in that area, and improve in that area. You see, as individuals, ladies and gentlemen, we would rather be flattered than be corrected or course-corrected, you know? We, 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 we don't want to be in a place where we feel bad about ourselves, but how are we going to grow if we don't deal with our weaknesses? And what Toastmasters did for me was that Toastmasters made me, can you believe it, that feedback can actually make you more confident. Feedback makes you stronger. It's not always something nice to hear. It makes you stronger, makes you more confident, it makes you more relatable because you begin to understand your areas of weakness and you begin to deal with it. So here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Without feedback, you cannot move forward. In my case, without feedback, I didn't enjoy what I was doing because I don't think that for me, I really felt like I hit the target. But when I got feedback and I started tweaking myself, I became better and I became more relatable to people. Here's the thing. We cannot live our we cannot live our lives in such a shell where we think that we are the beginning and the end because that is God's job. We can't think that we are the bee's knees. We cannot love to think that every single thing we do in life is right. There are many moments in my life where I would go and I would just ponder on certain things. And I can't tell you that, as I said before, that I don't feel the pain of feedback. Of course I feel the pain of feedback. And in my moments of receiving feedback at times, I go very quiet. And I get like a sting in my heart and a little bit of a swallow and all of those things that we feel. But you know what I've realized is that I ponder on that thing and I ponder on it and I ponder on it and I ponder on it. And I think to myself, okay, now that I've chewed on it, because it doesn't leave me, because even if I think I'm right, and even if I'm so confident that the person is wrong, I will still go and ponder on it, because what if I just missed something? And we can be confident in who we are, we can be confident in the things that we do, but if someone notices something in us, shouldn't we at least take time to check it out? You see, people who are successful in God, people who become who God has called them, are people who receive feedback. One of the reasons I think that God loved David so much, and he was a man close to his heart, is because I really believe that David took feedback. 
I think of the time when David did what he did with a married woman. He got feedback from the prophet and the prophet said, God is not happy with you. This, that and the other. And then David changed his ways. It may not have been immediately, but something happened. Feedback keeps our conscience clear. It keeps us humble. It keeps us hum it keeps us human. It it helps us to relate to people. And if there's no feedback, then our lives just becomes a revolving a revolving how do I want to put this? It becomes like a revolving opinion about ourselves alone. And here's the thing when we have no feedback. We may be having a stinky mouth, talking to everybody else, and everybody knows that our mouth is not smelling very good. And we are the only one going around confidently speaking and thinking everything is okay. My point is, in the year of 2023, allow feedback into your life. Allow God to be the one that guides you. Allow God to send the right people in your life. Because I don't think anybody likes feedback. Even if you don't like it, even if it touches your heart a little bit funny, and it makes you feel funny, you can always, always learn to live with it. It may become that twin in your life that makes you uncomfortable, that friend in your life that makes you uncomfortable, but learn to live with it. Because this is the thing. I can guarantee you that it makes you better. The Bible says that brothers are born for adversity. Brothers are born. Brothers are established. Those who are close to us are established to make us uncomfortable. They can say things that make you so mad, but it doesn't mean that they are wrong. They can point things out about us that will make us feel, but why would you hurt my feelings? But the question you need to ask, that I need to ask, that we need to ask is, are they wrong? You see, whenever someone tries to correct us, we always think it's an attack. We never think that it's a growth opportunity. And so today, I want to leave you with that thought. And I pray that God will continue to minister to you in this particular fashion. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I decree and declare over each and every person listening to the sound of my voice. May they find themselves in a place of feedback. May they find themselves surrounded by the right people. And as they are surrounded by the right people, may those people... Help them grow into the person or the people that you have called them to be. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this week's edition of Changing Perspectives. God bless. Take care. And have a beautiful week. Heaven is shining down, rays of gold. Cover me with your light, take me home. Forever keep shining down, rays of gold. Rays of gold.